0: Thanks for joining us for today's message. We encourage you to email us and let us know what God is currently doing in your life. Or if you'd like to support the ministry financially, you can do so here on our website. For now, we hope you enjoy this message from our special guest minister. Thanks for tuning in today. Thank you so much for coming tonight. Where else would you rather be in this wonderful city than right here, right now? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we want you to know that we give honor to this place where your word is preached and the spirit of God is free to move for your divine providence having planted this church faith family church strategically, strategically placed for a time such as this thank you for all that's been done thank you for all that's happening now We have a high level of expectation of those things that will shortly come to pass. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for the word that has gone forth, for the ministries that you've brought to this place. Very special. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. The message the Lord's put on my heart tonight is the year of the local church. When I first heard that word, one word came to me, and that is the word restitution. The word restitution means the restoration of something lost or stolen to its proper owner. The church does not belong to a governor. Amen? Amen. The church belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ. Of whom he is the head. The year of the local church. Restitution. The restoration of something lost or stolen to its proper owner. The word restitution also means recompense. Payback. For injury or loss. For anything, payback for injury or loss. The restoration of something to its original state. I wrote down the book of Acts. The book of Acts is not just a historical account, it is a pattern. This is the year of the local church. This is the year of great manifestation of the Spirit through all who are willing to yield to the mighty power of the Holy Spirit. When Cindy and I first made Jesus Lord of our life, we learned very quickly because we had a lot of tradition. We came with a lot of baggage, like I think most people do. But we were very willing to set aside our tradition and embrace the Word of God. Jesus said... That your tradition makes the word of God to none effect. So when we hear the word that's contrary to our tradition, we have a choice to make. We're either going to hang on to our tradition, which will then make the word of God of none effect in our life. Or we can lay hold of the word and let the word break our tradition that is contrary to the word of God. So I want to talk to you tonight about the word church. If we were to ask, give a piece of paper and pen to everybody in here tonight, I dare say we'd probably have, and say, write down what's your definition of the church. What's your image of the church? I think we'd probably get almost as many different definitions, different descriptions, as there are people here. Some may even draw a picture of a little white building out in the countryside someplace. But we need to go to the word of God and see what his vision is, what the Lord's vision is of who we are. And I can't think of any other, any better place than where the word church or ekklesia. I love the Greek language because it is a much fuller, much more complete, much more descriptive language than the English language it takes many English language or English words to describe one Greek word true it's such a rich beautiful full language so for me when I see the word church in my New Testament I say to myself ecclesia because I'm continually breaking my traditional thoughts and ideas of what the church really is. So let's begin here where the words first mentioned in Matthew chapter 16. Jesus never was never any place by accident. He was in the right place at the right time all the time. And so here he is, in Philippi. said, so when Jesus came to, sit to the region of Caesarea Philippi, now before we read any further, Caesarea Philippi was a stronghold of ancient Greek demon gods. Jesus deliberately set himself against the background of the world's religions where there was error and confusion. And here he, he inquired of his disciples about his identity. Peter's answer is set, apart, is set apart because it's beyond the human capacity to conceive. It takes a revelation to know who Jesus is. God's revelation has never been hacked. You can... You can hack anything nowadays, and I don't even want to get on the subject, but even the Pentagon has been hacked, and even till this day, we're hearing about things that were said that could not be hacked, but yet we know for sure they have been hacked, but when someone repents, the veil is lifted. When someone is willing to repent and turn, then the veil is lifted and revelation comes. And so Peter received the revelation of who Jesus is by the Spirit of God. And so it is with us. If Jesus is Lord of your life tonight, please, just like all the incredible things that God does for us, thank him every single day that you've called upon the name of the Lord to be saved. Because there are billions and billions of people on the planet right now that don't know who he is. But we believe that you know, this is the year of the local church, not only in this nation, but in the nation. So let's read what he, what he went on to say. Jesus replied, well, verse 13. I'm sorry, I got ahead of myself a little bit. I want to read to you out of the Passion Translation. Jesus came to Caesarea Philippi, and he asked the disciples this question. What are people saying about me, the Son of Man? Who do they believe that I am? They answered, well, some are convinced you're John the baptizer. Others say you're Elijah, reincarnated, or Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. Notice what they said, or what they were saying, was wrong. It seems like it's the case today. What most people are saying is not right. The word is truth. What the wor- thy word is truth. The Spirit of God is truth. So everything they were saying about him was not right. But then he asked the question that's still being asked to every person that has ever lived on this earth and was at one time asked to us. He said, but who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? The answer to that question determines our eternal destiny. Who do you say that I am? Who do, who, do, who do we say that Jesus is? Determines our eternal destination. So we better have the right answer. Amen? Amen? Simon Peter spoke up and said, You are the anointed one, the son of the living God. Jesus replied, You are favored and privileged, Simon, son of Jonah. For you did not discover this on your own, but my Father in heaven has supernaturally revealed it to you. He said, I give you the name Peter, a stone. And he said, and this rock will be the bedrock foundation of which I will build my ecclesia. He said, I will build my ecclesia. When Jesus says, I will build you know whatever he says is going to be built. I will build my ecclesia. The word ecclesia is so powerful. It means a called, separated, and prestigious assembly. Say assembly. Assembly. It was used to denote, and this is what they heard. I believe they were just amazed at Jesus' statement. It was used to denote a prestigious assembly of distinguished Athenians, Athenian citizens, who determined laws, debated public policy, formulated new policies, argued and ruled in judicial matters, elected the chief magistrates of the land. Can you imagine what they're thinking when they heard Jesus' Say, I will build my ecclesia and the gates of hell will not prevail. They decided who should be banished. and They were selected from society, invited to join, to be selected from society and invited to join this assembly was a great honor. Say it with me tonight. Say, I am greatly honored, am greatly honored to, be to be part of the church. The ecclesia yes. of the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ. In the New T- Testament, it depicts the body of believers who have been called out, because the, the word ek in Greek always means out. Called out, called forth, selected, and assembled to be God's representative in every town, every city, every state, and every nation. The Ecclesia was a body called to make decisions that affected the atmosphere of the region. It's no wonder why in 2020, the devil tried to shut down the church. But I believe that he is going to be sorely disappointed in himself for what he tried to do. It reminds me of the word that says, Had the princes of this world known, they would have never crucified the Lord of glory. Because the church, the true church, the blood-bought church has responded completely the opposite of what the kingdom of darkness thought we would respond. We are now, I believe, more united, more on fire, more committed, more in love with Him, more in love with each other, realized how much more we need him more committed to him in everything we do we're more passionate we're more enthusiastic i mean look at this is an awesome turnout for wednesday night we're more enthusiastic we're more committed to reach the lost in this nation alone we need to get tens of millions and millions of people ready to go to heaven Worldwide, the church needs to get over a billion people ready to go to heaven. Glory to God. Not only that, but I believe we are more committed to influence the world around us. There's probably, you know, people here tonight pray about God expanding your sphere of influence. They, they sang tonight the new place that he's taken us to. I heard something a couple weeks ago and I wrote it down and it was this. What we are willing to leave behind determines what God is able to take us to. Can I say that one more time? Your pastors are here tonight. Cindy and I are here tonight because of what we were willing to leave behind. What we are willing to leave behind determines what God is able to take us to. And God has a Higher place for every one of us. A sphere of influence. School boards. City council. Start going to the meetings. On every level, the church needs to, the ecclesia, you and I, need to bring our influence. Why is our nation in the place that it is? Because all you have to do to allow darkness in is shut the light off. If somebody threw the main switch on this building tonight, you don't have to invite darkness in. It's just going to come in. It's just waiting for the opportunity for light to leave. And the moment light leaves, it moves in. Not by invitation. That is a beautiful parallel of the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. We have been told that we're just supposed to be the little church on the corner someplace and just mind our own business and not be involved pastors aren't supposed to talk about politics politics and religion don't mix they probably don't, don't but politics and the ecclesia are very much connected we're not talking about religion here We're talking about the living body, voice of the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe a Trump has sounded to bring America back to God. And that doesn't necessarily mean Donald Trump, but Donald Trump has been used to bring America back to God. And I know that God's not done using him. So the will of God be done in his life. That's what we believe for. We believe the will of God be done. But a trump has surely sounded to bring America back to God. Men that are already with the Lord prophesied over this nation and saw visions of the days that we are now living in. And America shall be saved, praise God. But we each must be willing to take our place and press in and not allow the fear of man to dominate our life. I believe that any person that was listening to the Spirit of God through the year 2020, I believe the Spirit of God dealt with each and every one of us in a unique way. For me, one of the main things that the Lord dealt with me about in the year 2020 was the fear of man. The Message Bible says in Proverbs that the fear of man disables. But he that puts his Trust in the Lord, will be safe. So the Lord began to show me all the areas of my life, spirit of God, spirit of truth, helper, teacher, guide, ever with us, incredible comforter, Consoler. Begin to show me all the areas of my life where I had the fear of man. And whom the Son sets free is free indeed. If we are afraid of someone's opinion, How can we obey God? When we look at the boldness that we see in the Gospels of the Lord Jesus, when we look at the boldness of the men and women of God in the book of Acts, they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives unto the death. That's the rest of that scripture. We cannot be so in love with our life That we are afraid to obey God and begin to step out. I'm telling you, the steps of a righteous person are ordered of the Lord. The great ecclesia is alive and well in the earth. We are the glorious church that I believe will be presented unto the Lord Jesus Christ. The ecclesia is the house of God, the holy temple. The church is the present expression of Jesus himself on the earth. The world has declared that the church is non-essential. Which means not absolutely necessary. But I believe the king of kings has a little bit different idea than that. Jesus said, I will build my church. He said, I will build my church. I will build my ecclesia. Look what the living translation says. I will build my church, my legislative assembly. Want to shock somebody Sunday afternoon and say, you know, meet somebody at the restaurant and say, did you go to your legislative assembly this morning? Hey, you know what we did Wednesday night? We went to the legislative assembly. Say, what are you talking about? I didn't know you were elected to that place. We have an election of the Lord Jesus Christ himself to bring the love of God, the truth of God. Love rejoices when right and truth prevail. It's love to bring the truth into a place where there's darkness. Love rejoices when right and truth prevail. Love is our motivation. Amen? We're motivated by love to bring the change necessary to our world, to this world. Glory to God. He said, I will build my church, my legislative assembly, and the power of death... The gates of hell will not overpower it. Will not. All the forces of hell will never have the power to win a victory over the ecclesia. There is no power of darkness that can stop the advancing ecclesia that Jesus builds. There's no power of darkness that can stop us. The darkness cannot comprehend the light. The darkness can never overtake or overcome or overpower the light. When you go home tonight and you turn the light on, are you a little bit concerned that the darkness is not going to leave? At any time ever, did you ever walk into a dark room and put, turn the light switch on and the darkness refused to leave? That has never happened It will never happen, and it can't ever happen. The light that is in us is so much greater than the darkness that is in this world. When we walk into a room of people that don't know Jesus as Lord of their life, we are the lightest person. We are the brightest person in the room. That's not out of arrogance. It's because of his light and his life that is within us. We have the spirit of truth in us. We are and we must cooperate with the spirit of God as we experience this incredible year of the local church, the local ecclesia. You have affected the atmosphere in this city, but you haven't seen anything yet. I believe what happened, let's dream a little bit. I believe what happened in the last 40 years can happen two or three times over in one year. Let's dream a little bit. What about the book of Acts? What about the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit on Peter's life? Where they brought people out just so that the overshadowing, it wasn't Peter's literal shadow that caused people to be supernaturally raised up from whatever had attacked their body. It was the overshadowing anointing on Peter's life. Let's dream a little bit. What about people just driving by where the ecclesia is assembled and they get healed? All of a sudden they touch their body and they say, oh my God, I'm healed. What about the fire department called because of the fire on the roof that somebody, the neighbors called and said, Church is on fire. (laughs) These things have happened in days gone by. Every age demographic in the assembly, so caught up in the presence of God, two, three, four o'clock in the afternoon, and they didn't even realize babies never cried or whined because they were so caught up in the presence of God. Laying hands on the sick. And they recover, praise the Lord. The walls lined with all the different paraphernalia, all the crutches and all kinds of things, wheelchairs of people that got up, praise God. Because we have faith in the name. We have faith in the name. Say, I have faith in the name. We're not going to just talk about the year of the local church. We're going to do this by the grace of God. But if we're going to do this, we've got to do something different than we've been doing. And we are. We, we, are, you, we are. We honor your pastors for so many different reasons. But let me just mention one. They are not ashamed of the demonstration of the Spirit. And the Holy Spirit knows that. He's looking for a place to manifest. And if He is not welcome, it ain't happening. If the leadership says we won't have any of that they won't have to be concerned because they won't have any of that. But it's not that. It's Him. I believe the fear of God is being restored to the ecclesia. I believe separation unto God and actually living a holy life is being restored to the ecclesia. I believe holiness behind closed doors, separation unto God because ecclesia we have been called out from the world. Jesse DePlanus travels all over the world and he said the church has become a place that we, we, we have the mindset that we need to be like the world to win the world. And it is a colossal failure. But this is the year of the local church. Glory to God. Ooh. The gates of hell should not prevail. The gates were the stronghold of the city. If you could penetrate the gates, you took the city. The gates of hell will not prevail, is not prevailing against us. I will give you the keys. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth. Notice how this fits so perfectly together when you understand the word ecclesia. No wonder he would say then to this legislative assembly, I will give you the keys because keys represent authority of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Jesus is passing on his authority to the church It's part of the Great Commission. All authority, he said, has been given unto me. You go, therefore. We go where the Lord assigns us to by the highest authority. Therefore, there is no fear. There is no trepidation. There is no intimidation. Wherever God sends you this year, you go by the highest authority with no fear of man whatsoever. Every one of us have a divine assignment in this incredible year of the Ecclesia. I'm excited. How about you? I said, I'm excited. How about you? We get to be alive to see all these things happen. Things aren't looking down for us. They're looking up. Jesus said, when you begin to see all these things come to pass, look up for your redemption is drawn near want to witness to somebody, you know, when you hear the, somebody's talking about the worst kind of report, say, I'm telling you, things are looking up. And I say, where have you been living? We'll Jesus said, when you see all these things begin to look, come to pass, look up. Don't look down. Don't be discouraged. Count yourself privileged that you get to see all these things come to pass. Then the Apostle Paul picked up on this in Ephesians, I want to read that to you out of the Message Bible, please. Thank you. By the way, this is my most incredible, gorgeous, amazing. She is my hero. And I say that with all my heart. She is my hero. Praise the Lord. Ephesians chapter 1. I know this is to the church in general, but would you, would you take this for this assembly right here? Because the ecclesia does not only do mean the church universal. It also means those local companies of believer that have a... Dis- divine assignment from god so in ephesians chapter 1 in verse 15 the message bible says that's why when i heard of the solid trust you have in the master i believe that this this describes faith family church when i heard of the solid trust you have in the master jesus and your outpouring of love to all the followers of Jesus. I couldn't stop thanking God for you. Every time I prayed, I'd think of you and give thanks. But I do more than thank, I ask. I ask the God of our master, Jesus Christ, the God of glory, to make you intelligent. I'm praying this over you as I'm reading this. To make you intelligent and discerning in knowing him personally, your eyes focused and clear, so that you can see exactly what he is calling you to do. To grasp the immensity of this glorious way of life that he has for his followers. Oh, the utter extravagance of his work in us who trust him. Endless energy. Boundless strength. Say it with me tonight. Say endless energy. Endless energy boundless, strength. Strength. boundless strength. Say it like this. The same spirit, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in me dwells in and he quickens, and he quickens this, mortal this mortal body. He says all this energy issues, issues from Christ. God raised him from death and set him on a throne in deep heaven in charge of running the universe Everything from galaxies to governments. No name, no power exempt from his rule. And not just for the time being, but forever. He is in charge of it all. He has the final word on everything. You can't even begin to imagine how many times I quoted that in 2020. He has the final word on everything. When you have the opportunity to look down or get discouraged or fear because of all those things that are coming on the earth, instead say this. No, the Lord Jesus has the final word on everything. At the center of all this, think about what he just prayed. He said at the center of all this, Christ rules the church, the ecclesia. The ecclesia, you see, is not peripheral to the world. The word peripheral means of minor importance. The world, in fact, is peripheral to the church, are of minor importance. So the enemy just tried to flip flop that. He tried to declare that we are of minor importance. <laughs> but he's taken the beat down. <laughs> The church, you see, is not peripheral to the world. The world is peripheral to the church. The church is Christ's body in which he speaks and acts and by which he fills everything with his presence. This is who we are. In Matthew chapter 16... We found out what his identity was and is, and we found out what our identity is. This is his vision of who we are. I challenge you to look up these words in your own Bible study. I challenge you to look up the word ecclesia. This is not my definition. The definition I first read to you came from probably the most trusted teacher that I know in the body of Christ today, and that is Rick Renner. Whenever he begins to define a word, if I go to myself, I'm not too sure about that. You know what I do? I look it up myself. And there hasn't been one time in so many years, not one time ever, ever, where he ever stretched the truth, stretched the definition, perverted it or twisted it in any way, shape, or form. What a blessing. And amazingly, the Lord caused a divine connection with Pastor Rick and your pastors. Awesome. Awesome. You're blessed. Would you stand to your feet, please? <laughs> Don't you think it's time to start living? I said, isn't it time to start living? Looking up, embracing life, living the most unselfish life we have ever lived. Excited about life. We're not dreading anything. We have a high level of expectation, anticipation. Thank you Jesus. His psalm He frost Christ the healer. Christ the healer arises these in this time with Healing in his wings. The same. This same Jesus is about to return to this earth. And the government will be upon his shoulder. Glory to God. Things are looking up. Things are looking up. Hallelujah. We get to be a part of what he is doing in the earth in this time. In this day. Hallelujah. This is the day the lord has made that is speaking specifically of our salvation this is the day the lord has made i will rejoice and i'll be glad in it lord we're so glad to be alive in this day hallelujah we we're sorry for complaining we 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 repent for feeling sorry for ourselves we thank you that your grace is more than enough more where sin abounds grace does much more much more the grace is much more abounding to us now hallelujah the grace of God the power of God the word of God the authority the authority of the ecclesia by way of revelation seen, understood, walked in walked out glory to God, prayer Prayer, prayer, my house, the fulfillment of what he said, my house, my house, now in this time shall be called a house of prayer, house of prayer, house of prayer for the nations, prayer for the nations, access to the throne by the blood of Jesus we now have we have access we have perfect entrance into the throne of the almighty unbeatable undefeatable God almighty God all knowing God all powerful your will be done be done on earth as it is in heaven We are the ones to decree the will of God in every place. Thank you, Lord. Catch the vision. Catch the vision. Imagination given by God. Imagine doing the works of Christ. Go to sleep imagining doing the works of Christ. Wake up in the morning thinking about during the wet day the opportunity to do the work of Christ. And even greater works than these shall you do. Praise the Lord. Amen. Anybody here tonight that is battling any kind of sickness, any kind of attack against your body, just, would you just raise your hand right where you're at? not going to call you forward. Raise your hand. Please keep your hand up. Would somebody around these people just go lay hands on them right now and, and just do what the Word of God says? Believers. Lay hands on the sick. He could not have used any stronger word than they shall recover. Hands are being laid right now. The anointing of God, Come, come into your body. Come on your body and drive out the attack of the enemy. Drive out the infirmity. Now in Jesus' name. Perfect healing. Perfect health. Restoration, strong in the Lord. Strength and vitality restored to you. Strength and vitality for a time as this. Thank you, Lord. You shall recover. You shall recover. And it is the will of God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Love you. We love you with the love of God. So blessed to be here tonight. Thank you so much for coming. So honored to be a part of this incredible family in heaven and earth. What a day. What a day, what a day, what a day. day. It was fun to be part of the legislative assembly today. Thank you for listening to today's message. We'd love for you to join us for our Sunday morning services at 8.30 and 10.30. We also have a midweek service on Wednesday nights from 7 to 8. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day.